Alright friends, so this podcast is going to be <clears throat> about one of the most important lessons that I've uh, came across about um, just in my personal ministries um, and also kind of about, about life too. And this is a, a podcast that's going to be in, about passion. It's a... Uh, the good kind of passion, not the bad kind of passion. Uh, passion can, how it can only be caught and it cannot be taught. Now I'm going to explain what I mean in a second here. I'm just pulling up my notes. I actually have notes on what I want to talk about here. One second. Alrighty. Where did it go? Here it is. Power Association. Nope. Oh, it's called the Power Association. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a... Uh, <clears throat> it's a podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be talking about passion, how it can only be caught and not taught. And I'm going to talk about the power of association. So... When I first heard about this concept, uh, it was actually in the Bible, the spirit of prophecy, um, mainly through the Desire of Ages. And then what's interesting is that I then heard the same concept uh, in business through different uh, life mentors. So I'll share what my business mentors uh, shared first, and then I'll go into the Bible, the spirit of prophecy. Um, So when I first heard somebody talk about this, I heard him talk about it from an identity perspective. So it is about the concept about who you are determines what you do. So basically your identity drives your results. So if you want to do more than just be something different or be more, and you will have more results. The better person you are, uh, the more you work on your character and your tangible, the more that your tangible results in life uh, will be better. So it's just who you are is a direct correlation of the results that are in your life or what you have or what you don't have, uh, whether it is uh, emotionally, uh, spiritually, financially, etc. Now, your actions are driven by your thoughts and your feelings, which is your character. So when I heard it from a mentor, mentor, he talked about uh, an identity as an inner thermostat. Okay? And this inner thermostat basically is is kind of your identity and it controls uh, what you feel worthy of <clears throat> so it talks about how he talks about how this identity uh, will make will drive you into say oh I'm not worthy of this so let's just say uh, your inner thermostat is like at 75 degrees kind of that's where your comfort is uh, but let's just say whether well, it's in your spiritual life uh, in your marriage, uh, financially, if it starts to heat up to 80, 90 degrees, you're going to say, oh, that's a little too much for me. I'm going to bring it back down to 75 because that's who I am. Or let's just say it goes down to like 60, 65 degrees. Uh, let's just say you're struggling financially. Well, that's not who I am. I need to pick it back up. We always find a way to bring it back up. Okay. 
Uh, so it might be uncomfortable at first, but you know, as 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 you start. So okay, so sorry about this. So one of the ways you change your thermostat, uh, which is very important, is how can I, you know, how can I change my identity, and instead of getting it from seventy-five, how can I get it up higher? Okay, uh, and one of the ways that we do that is through the power of association. That's why having mentors, listening to the right people, and I believe in this, so I, I know a lot of people have heard before, have mentors in your life, and I heard that a lot, but I didn't really know what that means until today. Uh, having a mentor doesn't mean that you listen to everything they say. No, not at all. Having a mentor means that you like a specific area of their life that you want to follow and that you want to learn from, and because they have the results that you want in your life. So, for example, uh, one of the persons, oh, here's the thing. Is not, from what I've seen now, from what I've realized, is that sometimes the real mentors in your life don't even realize they're your mentors. Or I don't, you know, yeah, they don't realize it. Uh, so, for example, I feel like for once I finally feel like I actually have a spiritual mentor uh, because it's somebody who I can actually look up to because of the results they've consistently produced throughout their life. Which is the pastor who I'm working with right now, his, you know, Pastor Joe. Um, and I really, really see him as a mentor because I see his spiritual life and I see the results that he's consistently had. And I and that's something that I want to to have as well in my life. And what I found in his life, in his spiritual life, is that it's very simple, but it's consistent and he's faithful. And I love that. Um, so, but if you, for example, if I want to, I, I, I don't listen to everything he says about ministry. But I do listen to everything he says about, you know, spiritual life and how to go about, you know, talking to people, being a pastor, whatever, whatever, you know, the, that one aspect that I really feel, you know, um, uh, pulled towards him. But when it comes to, but when it comes to, for example, uh, I've been um, reading a lot on, you know, marketing and and things like that, and I've started to see how our church is really behind <laughs> I would say decades behind when it comes to marketing and evangelism which is a completely different podcast but um, there is people who are doing evangelism and I'm not saying the message needs to be different I think I feel like our message is amazing is on point and it needs to be preached but the way we're doing it is ineffective and with different communication so uh, I have mentors for that that can teach me how to get a message out the right way and so that the importance of having mentors is because they uh, they change that thermostat in your life. They're 90 or 95 at a certain area, and you start to associate yourself with them where you're going to start to heat up. And at first, it's going to be uncomfortable too, but you're going to see that your thermostat is slowly going to rise. Now, in the gospel, when it comes to the gospel, my friends, I just want to say that in your spiritual life, the main person who you want to associate yourself with not just for your spiritual life but in every single area is Jesus and you actually can associate yourself with him you know for example the the disciples uh, they became completely different as they started associating with Jesus in Acts 4 13 it says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus so they started to see that Jesus was sticking a little bit to them uh, because Jesus, he was not like those uh, Pharisees. They kind of taught in a not confident way. 
he he was completely different. He was radical. He, he it says that he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. So my personal contact is that personal contact association how Christ trained him for his service. Um and I don't want to bore you guys with too many quotes, but I think that this is the one that really uh, helped me see things into perspective. Uh, it's in Desire of Ages, page 250. It says, uh, he gave them the advantage of association with himself. Never had the world's greatest men such a, te- such a teacher. When the Savior's training, they were no longer ignorant and uncultured. They had become like him in mind and character, and men took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. It is not the highest work of education to communicate knowledge merely, but to impart, listen to this part, but to impart that vitalizing energy which is received through the contact of mind with mind and soul with soul. It is only life that can beget life. And that's why, my friends, I tell you that when it comes to passion for ministry, that is not something you could teach. Passion cannot be taught. It can only be caught. And as you have that contact with the mind of Jesus, you can start to see and care and be passionate about the things that he's passionate about. So associate yourself with Jesus. Find mentors. Find a way to get back into association with Jesus. Um, one thing too that is very important uh, before I forget before I end it here is that I've seen this in my life and I know a lot of people listening that you still have that friend who pulls you down in life bad influences um, you guys just remember you are exactly like your five best friends so if there's people that in your life that are pulling you down in a certain area I think it's it's more important to let those people go because if you have five friends who are pulling you down and you only have one person pulling you up, well, what's going to win? It's important to also let go of toxic relationships and friendships because one thing that I've learned is just because you met somebody uh, two weeks ago, it doesn't mean that your friend that you've known your whole life has better intentions than the person you met two weeks ago. So associate yourself with the right people, guys, because it's it's important for you to protect your mind, your identity, and your identity changes. Now, it's one thing, uh, it's one thing to you know not be a snob. You know, Jesus was not like get away from me, you're evil, I don't like you. No, he ate with sinners, uh, he ate with the publicans, with the tax collectors. He associated himself with Mary Magdalene. You know who she was, like he. Uh, was with these people but when he was with these people before he came in contact with him he was spending time in prayer and so much prayer that he associated with himself with God first and you get anyways guys good night God bless hope this uh, was a podcast that helped you see the the importance of associating yourself with Jesus Have a good night.